want to say good morning. Happy New Year's to those that we have not seen for just a while. Acts 17 and verse number 28. The Bible says there, for in him we live, we move, and have our very being. We want to be so kind on this morning, and we welcome you to the Church of Christ that meets at Hollywood Street. And when we speak of this church, this church, we want this to be a place that is conducive for, for learning, for growing, for fellowshipping, and for building relationships that is going to last throughout eternity. And so we are happy that you are here, those who are here in person and those who are online. We welcome you to our worship on this morning. Be so kind and be finding Proverbs 16. Proverbs 16 and the verse is number 9. Proverbs 16. And verse number nine. When you find it, just say amen. The Bible says, A man's heart devises his way, but the Lord directed his steps. Again, a man's heart. Devise it his way, but the Lord directed his steps. I want to talk to you this morning on the subject that I have titled, How to Start Off a New Year. How to Start Off a New Year. Some Someone said, when you fail to plan, you have failed or you have planned to fail. Solomon, the wise man, says, to plan is good, but your plan may not come to fruition. But if it does not come to be, it is not because I did not plan. You might plan out your life one way, but God still may direct you another way. God's plan sound like Drake. God's plan is still better than our plan. I think Jeremiah says it best in Jeremiah 10 and verse number 23. Oh Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his own steps. So preacher, how can I start off my new year? Point 
Number one, start off on the right foot. Start off on the right foot. Psalm 119 and verse 105. The Bible says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Start off going in the right direction. You want to go forward. God's people marches forward. Never go backwards unless we are making a legal U-turn. When you realize you are headed in the wrong direction, when you realize you are walking contrary to what God's word says, it becomes legal to make a U-turn so you can turn back to God. Never go backwards unless you are backtracking because you have made a mistake. So I backtrack to figure out where I have gotten off track so that I can get back on track. Never go backwards unless I'm using my past as a teacher, as a lesson I need to learn. Paul writes in Romans 15, 4, whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, church just because it's in the past does not mean I can't learn from it. Some of the best lessons we can learn from is our past. If we would only be honest about it, we don't have to live in the past, but we can certainly learn from our past because everybody's got a past. Number two. Number one, start off on the right foot. Number two, start off with the right people in your corner. Proverbs 18, 24 talks about if you want friends, then your job is to present yourself friendly. We need to have the right people in our circle or make the right people a part of our team. Everybody doesn't always make the team. <laughs> you can't put everybody on your team when you have criterias to be met. Everybody won't make the cut. See, when you are building friendships, you have to know the purpose of the people on your team. You have to know some people are seasonal. <laughs> and that's fine. That's cool. They are temporary. Don't get too close to temporary people. They won't be there too long. They're people who can make you focus more in life. There are some people who can keep you on task. Then there are other people who we call our ride and our die friends. See, everybody can't be this type of friend, a ride and die friendship. You can't toss that around for free. <laughs> that kind of friendship will cost you something. Your ride and die 
you have to be in some storms together to be a ride and die friend. You have to be there for me in the struggle. You don't, you don't, you don't hand that over to people for free. Single ladies and single brothers, are you listening? You don't just hand that over for free. That will cost you something. You have to know some public stuff about me to be a ride and die friend. You have to know some private stuff about me to be a ride and die friend. You have to know some secret things about me and won't tell it to nobody no matter what. That kind of a friendship is not available for everybody. I need a friend who will pray for me and not pray on me. <laughs> I need a friend who won't be jealous of me if I'm doing better than they are. But that friend wants the very best for me. I need friendships like David and Jonathan. I wish I had a church this morning. I need friendship like, like Daniel and Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego. I need a friend who won't watch me burn in the fire. But I need a friend who will get in the fire with me. I need a faith walking friend. See, you can't toss that friendship around for free. A ride and die friendship has to be earned. Point number three. Start off. Start off. Start off with the right goals in mind. Matthew 6, 19, 20, and 21. I'm almost done. Matthew writes there to the Jews, and Matthew writes, and Matthew tells them that you ought to lay up your treasures. You ought to lay up treasures in heaven where moth and rust will not corrupt, where thieves cannot, <laughs> they cannot break through in heaven. Paul or Matthew wants us to understand when you set your goals, you have to set high goals. Set them up in heaven. Don't set up all your goals down here because we are only here for a short while. Set up your goals in heaven. I need at least, at least three goals for the new year. Number one, I need... I need to make faith one of my goals. I'm talking about for 365 days. I need to make faith my goal. I need to make family my goal. I need to make finances my goal. A, faith. What is the goal of faith? This deals with God. Matthew 6, 33 and I'm not great at math. I'm not great at algebra. I'm not great at calculus. I'm not great at those things. But, but I do understand Matthew 6.33. The Bible says uh, there in Matthew 6.33, this is top priority. The Bible says, seek ye first. I'm not too good at math, but I understand uh, what it means. Uh, seek ye one. Seek ye first. 
God want us to seek him first. You see, I need you to understand here, make the things of God primary in your life. Make them primarily your concern. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his what? His righteousness. I need to make God uh, my primary concern. Uh, I need to make the things of God uh, my primary concern. I may not know nothing about Matt, but I know what it means to put something first. That means top priority. God will not be second. God will not be third. God will not be fourth. If God is not first, and if the things of God is not first, God will not be anything at all. So this year, for 365 days, make sure you make God your primary concern. Number two, family. Family. Make your family a priority next to God. You know, a very powerful scripture. If you can, quickly put it on there. 1 Timothy 5, 7. I think that's what I want. 1 Timothy 5, 7. 1 Timothy 5, 7. 1 Timothy 5, 7. That's 1 Timothy 5, 7. Uh, go to, uh, that's not what I want here. Give me 2 Timothy 5. And let's see what he says there. Look like this is what I want, 1 Timothy 5 and 7, but it don't seem right. Give me 2 Timothy right quickly. I'll give it to you if you don't put it up there. Uh, well, don't worry about it. It talks about that a father is to provide all things for his children. Talking about in the Lord now. Let's keep it in context. And when the father does not provide all children, he's worse than an infidel. Now, what Paul is writing here, he wants Timothy in his preaching and teaching to teach with the understanding that it is one thing to be a provider, but it's another thing to be a father. I don't have, I don't have the time to deal with it. You can be a good provider and be a terrible father because it is a difference to provide and to father somebody's life. So he tells us Christian men, listen, he tells us that if we do not provide holistically for our households, he wants us to know that God puts us in another category. And he says, you are not like the unbeliever. He says, you are not like the one who does not know the Lord, he says you are under him. He says you are worse than an infidel, an unbeliever, a heathen, a person who is not in Christ. God says when you don't provide for your family, holistically, he says I don't even put you on the same level of those who do not name the name of Christ. Matter of fact, I'll say this. He does not put you on the level of an agnostic or even an atheist.
us. You are worse. Make your family <laughs> priority next to the God of heaven. Finances. I know you didn't see friends in here, but anybody who's considered to be a real friend is part of your family anyhow. So you have faith, finances, or family finances. Be, be careful. Be careful where and how you spend God's money. I know you think it's yours, but, but it's God's money. Everything good belongs to God. Your job is to manage what God has given you. You manage your money, you manage your wife, you manage your husband, you manage your son, you manage your daughter, your marriage, you your manage your job, your career, you manage your health, you manage what God has put in your possession. In this case, we're talking about money. God wants you to manage it. You are but a steward of the monies that you receive. Be careful not to waste it in vain. This year, learn to invest your money. This year, learn to, to grow your money where you can get some kind of return. Help some organization that can use your monies. Or help a school who are in need of money with kids' uniforms or buying some kid some shoes or some school supply. Those who cannot afford those things help pay somebody's doctor bills. Buy meds for some elderly person who, whose insurance is not enough. Help someone in need this year. Give more to God so that the church can do more for others. Listen this year to God's word at the point of change. Listen this year. Change for the better and not for the worse. Don't roll over an old you in a new year. Don't roll over old habits of 2020, 2021 into 2022. And as I close, people will change when God becomes God to them. As I close, he needs to become real to you before you can become real with him. How can I start off a new year? I got to start it off on the right foot. I got to move in the right direction. I got to start off with the right people in my corner. And then I have to make the right goals in this old world. Shall we be standing? If you are not a child of God, your job is to hear God's word. Because it is in God's word that God will tell us what we need to do in order to be saved. Number two, I need to have faith. 
I need to believe that God is. Number three, I, I need to be willing to do something with my life. I need to be willing to change. I need to be willing to affect my mind. I need to be willing to change my thoughts, my deeds, my mind, that I can change my what? Behavior. And then number four, I need to also make mention that Jesus, I believe he is the son of God with all of my heart. I believe it to the point that I can state it, but I believe it to the point where I want to live it out each and every day of my life. And then lastly, I want to I be baptized. I want to be baptized for the remission of my sin. And then if you are a child of God and uh, you, you recognize that there are some things in your life that you need to straighten out, that there are some things that you know that will not serve as an example. It will not lead anybody. If somebody follows me, I should be able to lead them to Jesus. I should be able to lead them. If somebody follows me, they should be able to get from earth on up to glory. I think that's what it means to be a Christian. Your life is embedded in Christ to the point where if people follow me, if people look at my life, if people look at your life, if people follow you around, our life should direct people all the way from earth on up to glory. And if my life and your life can't direct people from earth on up to glory, then there's something you and I need to change. If that's your desire, as together we sing, why don't you come? Why don't you come? He's sweet, I know.